We are now ready to finish Parshas Nosso with Shvi, the final Aliyah, which begins with the last two Nesim. Beyom Ashte Aser Yom, Nasi Levne Asher Pagiel Ben Achran. On the eleventh day, the leader of the tribe of Asher Pagiel Ben Achran. Kabano Karas Kesef Achas, Shloshim Omeyab Mishkala, Mizrak Echad Kesef, Shivim Shekel Beshekel Akodesh, Shnehem Aleim Solas, Belula Beshemen Lemincha. The silver dish of 130 shekels, the silver basin of 70 shekels, following the shekel of the Mishkan, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a meal offering. Kafachas asara zahav mleikatares, a pan of 10 gold shekels full of incense. Parachad ben bakar ayalachad kevesachad ben shnasole Allah, a bull, a ram, and a first year male lamb for a burnt offering. Sirizim echad lechatas, a male goat for a sin offering. And for a peace offering, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five male sheep in their first year, this was the offering of Pagiel, the son of Achran. On the twelfth day, the prince of the tribe of Naphtali, Achira ben Enan. The silver bowl of 130 shekels, the silver basin of 70 shekels, both full of fine flour mixed with oil for a meal offering, a pan of 10 gold shekels full of incense, the bull, the ram, and the male lamb in the first year for a burnt offering. Sirizim lachatas, the goat, male goat for a sin offering. Lozevach hashlamim bakar shnayim, elim chamisha, atudim chamisha, kivasim b'nei shana chamisha, zekharban achira ben einan. And for a peace offering, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five male sheep in their first year. This was the offering brought by Achira, the son of Enan. This was the dedication offering of the Mizbeach, of the altar, on the day that it was anointed at the hands of the princes of the tribes of Israel. Ka'aras Kesef Shteim Esrei, 12 silver dishes. Mizrakei Kesef Shneim Asar, 12 silver basins. Kaposahav Shteim Esrei, 12 golden pans. Rashi says, Ka'aros Kesef Shteim Esrei, 12 silver dishes. Heim Heim Shehis Nadvu, these are the same ones they donated, below Era Behem Psul, and nothing happened to disqualify them. Shloshim Umei'ah Haka'ara Ha'achas Kesef, each silver dish was 130 shekels. Veshivim Hamizraka Echad, and each basin was 70 shekels. Kol Kesef HaKelim Aphaim Varba Me'os Beshekel HaKodesh. All the silver of all the vessels combined was 2,400 shekels, measured according to the shekel of the Mishkan. Looking in Rashi, Matamud Lomar, what does this Pasuk come to tell us? In every verse of the Nasi, where it talks about these silver dishes, it would tell us that they were 130 shekels. Velo perish be'ez a shekel, but it doesn't say what kind of shekel. After the basins, it said b'shekel ha'kodesh, using that measurement. But it wasn't clear whether that included the dishes or not. Therefore, it wraps everything up together here, and it tells us that all the silver and all the vessels was measured according to the shekel of the mishkan. 
all the silver of the vessels. This teaches you that all the vessels of the temple were equal in their weight. Whether they were measured individually, whether they were measured together, the weights didn't vary. So they were perfectly weighed and measured. Back in the Chumash. Kapos Ahav twelve gold pans, Moekatoras, full of incense, Asara Asara Hakaf, weighing ten gold shekels each, the shekel Akodesh, using the shekel of the Mishkan, calls Ahav Hakapos Esrimumea. Therefore all the gold in all the pans combined was hundred and twenty shekels. Looking in Rashi, Kapos Ahav Shtemesrei, twelve gold pans, Lama Nemar, why do we need to be told this? Because what did it tell us by each Nasi? It said, one pan of ten gold shekels. That's a little unclear. Was the pan of gold and it weighed ten silver shekels? Or perhaps the pan was made of silver and it weighed ten gold shekels. And a shekel of gold doesn't weigh the same as a shekel of silver. Talmud Lomar, Kapo Zahav, Shel Zahav Hayu. So this verse and the previous verses clarify that these were gold pans and they were weighed according to a shekel of gold. So now we know. Back in the Chumash. Kol HaBakar Le'ola, Shnei Masar Parim, Elim Shnei Masar, Kvasim B'nei Shana, Shnei Masar, Umin Chasam, Usair Eizim, Shnei Masar L'Chatas. All the oxen for the burnt offerings were 12 bulls all told. There were 12 rams, 12 male lambs in their first year, and the meal offering that accompanies each of these sacrifices, and there were 12 male goats for a sin offering. And all the oxen for the peace offerings were 24 bulls. There were 60 rams, 60 male goats, 60 male lambs in their first year. This was the dedication offering of the Mizbeach, of the altar, after it was anointed. So we're now done with the Nesim, what happened when this was all finished. When Moshe went into the tent of meeting, to speak with Hashem, he heard the voice speaking to him. From where? From the covering that was on the Ark of Testimony. It came from between the two kruvim that were carved into the cover of the Ark, and it spoke to him. Let's look in Rashi. As we say every day in davening, that when you have two verses that seem to contradict each other, you have to have a third verse that clarifies. Kasuv Echad Omer, one Pasik says in Vayikra, Vayadaber Hashem Elav Me Ohel Moed. God spoke to Moshe from the tent of meeting. Vahu Chutzla Paroches, that's outside the curtain. Because of Echad Omer, and another Pasik says, this one's in uh, Sefer Shemos, I'd have to look up which Parsha. Vidibarti Itcha Me Alhakaporis. I will speak with you from above the cover on the ark. So this Pasik comes and clarifies exactly from where God spoke to Moshe. Moshe ba el Oho Moed. Moshe would come to the Oho Moed. He'd come to the tent of meeting. Visham shomea es hakol haba me'al hakaparis. And there he would hear the voice which came from above the ark cover. Mibain shnei hakruvim, from between the two cherubs, the two angels that were hammered into the cover of the Aaron. 
The voice came from heaven to between the two Kruvim, and from there it went out to the tent of meeting. Midaber, speaking. Kamo misdaber. Grammatically, he's saying that it's the same as speaking by itself. It's out of respect to the Most High that it phrases it this way. Madaber bino atzmo, as if he were speaking to himself. Umosha and Moshe overheard it. and it spoke to him. as Aharon minhadibros. This excludes Aaron from these communications. and he heard the voice. I might think it was a low voice. Therefore, the pasuk tells us the voice. Who hakol? The same voice that spoke to Moshe at Sinai, which was anything but a soft voice. But when it reached the doorway, it stopped. And it didn't exit the tent. So the voice was confined to the area where Moshe could hear it. That is the end of Parshas Naso. If we want to know exactly what it was that Hashem said to Moshe, we'll have to come back next week for Parshas Bahaloscha. Thank you for joining us. This has been Rabbi Jack Abramowitz, and we look forward to having you with us again on the OU's Shnaya Mikvah.